All right, folks, welcome to Glad You're Here, the podcast edition today. We are talking to Ramblin' Lou Carver out of Eau Claire, Wisconsin. I'll shut up and I'll just get right into the conversation. Hope you enjoy it. Thanks for tuning in. It's good, man. It's going good. Thanks for coming up and making the trek up here. Well, thanks for having me. It wasn't too uh, too bad of a drive. Yeah, that's what I that's what I like to hear. It's a beautiful day out. Nice to drive into the sunset. Yeah, you got out here sets in the west. So. Set it does set in the west. So you get to you get to drive with the sun in your eyes for the entire time driving through the city, right? Well, I had nice sunglasses on. And there you go. Good country music all the way up here. So yeah, would you, would you throw on K one hundred two and listen listen to that? Uh, Bob Wills and the Texas Playboys. Oh, there you go. That's what I, that's what I like to hear. All right, it wasn't uh, it wasn't Luke Bryan singing speakers. You go boom boom. Don't tell everybody. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, I I tell you what, you are the most antithetical person to Luke Bryan I've ever seen. I I mean that as a compliment. Uh, yeah, there is. I'll a, take it. I'll take it. It works. <laughs> yeah, there is. There's nothing Luke Bryan about you. Well, Lou, you uh, we we've been talking off air, but I haven't really asked you anything about yourself. You're you're a musician out of Eau Claire. You've been you've been making music for for how long, I guess how long? How long have you been making music for? Um, well, I'd say uh, seriously. I guess since a uh, few months before COVID hit, okay, um, just kind of got in the studio with uh, Greg out of uh, Aviary Studios out there in Menominee, uh, Wisconsin, and um, it's kind of you know snowballed from there. I you know, always played music beforehand, um, but never really thought about recording it. Um, or getting it, you know, playing for other people if they wanted to hear it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know, just three, four years. Yeah. Seriously, so. It's a good, it's a good time, it's a good time to be doing it. So, like, that was, like, right before COVID slash during COVID, right? Kind of when you started taking it seriously? Yeah, I was, uh, I was driving out once a week to Menominee, 45 minutes each way, and putting down tracks to... Uh, with a studio that's never recorded before and a guy that's never recorded before so it's uh it was a guinea pig album but i was really proud of the outcome and the fact that i accomplished something during covid yeah um you know a lot of people cooped up inside and you not be able to go out and do stuff and um so for that fact whether how it sounds good or bad you know i made an album during covid so <laughs> Man, my first a- one too so yeah, high time and low life. Yes, yes, which is a pretty sweet record. And uh, for the record, everybody, and not I used record like eight times in a sentence, but for the record, we're going to be listening to that in its entirety around eight o'clock or so. So stick around for that. But it's a cool album. You have a new single out called "High Time and Low Life" as yeah. well. So the <laughs> there's there's a fun story that uh, behind that. Well, not even really a story. Just uh, so I made "High Time and Low Life." the album and then the song high time and low life didn't even exist on that album so the new album that's coming out june 10th uh it's called living in the weeds um the first single that just released will be called high time and low life and i figure i'm just gonna kind of keep that going with each each production i make yeah. like the next one will be living in the weeds like i won't put living in the weeds on the album and just it's oh, a smart I, yeah it i don't know i didn't even think about it until i thought about it yeah like oh well that's kind of a niche (laughs) it kind of is i kind of do that just kind of make people think well what what's this you know it it shows up on the next one it's it's kind of like kind of like a freight train of ideas like they just keep coming at you and high time and low life just can't escape me i thought like that was the the greatest phrase i've ever heard yeah and i think it uh uh hits with a lot of people yep you know you're 
you're high timing when you're living a low life because you gotta you gotta get by somehow. Everybody's got advice. You gotta yeah, you gotta stay sane. Yeah. Right. I I, I always go with the old uh, Frank Sinatra phrase. Like I'm a big fan of whatever gets you through the night. You know. Oh, okay. Yeah. I like that. Whatever, <laughs> whatever your thing is, everyone's got something. You know. I like that one. Yeah. yeah. So you've been doing this for three or four years, bouncing around Eau Claire. I know you're just playing up at uh, Sir Ben's in Duluth. We were talking about that a bit off air. Yeah. Breaking into Minneapolis a little bit, kind of the triangle we were talking about from Eau yeah. Claire, Minneapolis, Duluth. The tri- Yeah, uh, Duluth was our first show uh, out of town uh, by, what, three hours? Yeah. And uh, it was a great time. You know, brought the band up there and, uh, you know, just... I don't think they were expecting a, a full band. It's kind of a more... Uh, singer songwriter uh, blues uh, kind of place, but uh, we uh, we knocked some socks off. I think uh, we had a good time. They had a good time, and uh, we definitely want to be back. Yeah, I uh, love Duluth. Love the music scene up there, but um, definitely want to branch out eastward, westward, south, all the directions. All, all directions. I love playing in Eau Claire, but you know, I I want to want to get myself out there a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, all all the love to the Mousetrap Tavern, but there's, oh, you know. <laughs> at the Mousetrap, anybody listening to the Mousetrap by, by chance, well, God bless. <laughs> in my second living room. Yeah. It's a it's a good bar, but you know what? Sometimes it is nice to see other bars, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's... Yeah. it's uh, it's like it's kind of like that Jason Isbell song. I don't know. I don't know which one it is, but he, he's he's like, if you don't sit face in the window, this could be in any town, right? Yeah. Like it's kind of there's there's a good one I heard. Uh, I can't remember the the name of the guy. It's in a song. It's the song's uh, uh the trouble with drinking, and he says uh, up there in the Midwest we drink with the band, usually too much and usually from a can. And I heard that and I was like, okay. <laughs> Well, why didn't I sing that first? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty. That's pretty spot it is, on. It is true too. You know, you go up there and you see a show, and after the show, you're going to be, you know, sharing an old Milwaukee with the uh, the lead singer or the drummer. Or, yeah. You know, it's a good time. It, the camaraderie, or the Midwest nice is is heavy. It's it's a real thing. It there's, really is. There's something about living in places that can kill you that creates <laughs> you know camaraderie <laughs> amongst people like. <laughs> When when it's twenty below zero and you still see people out there helping helping dig people out of frozen you know snow banks. <laughs> oh, hey, or how's it going? Yeah, <laughs> you need a hand there. Yeah, can I help you out yeah. there? Oh, you look you look kind of stuck there. <laughs> then you then you see their California license plates and you're like, Ooh, oh, never mind. Oh, you know, <laughs> I gotta get going. I'll, I'm gonna help get you out here. And then once we do that, what you're gonna want to do is get on I-94 and keep going west all the way till you get to California. And then you're gonna want to just stay there. Okay. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Where they don't have snow. Yeah, just stay there. But but it is it is true. It creates a different kind of different kind of camaraderie up here, and I think that's one of the cool things. And it bleeds into the music in a few different ways, right? In the way the music sounds, yeah. and then also in the personality of the people making music. Like people that are making music in the Midwest are doing it for different reasons than people that are doing it in Nashville or L.A. And there's nothing against the reasons of doing stuff down there, but it's just it feels more pure, you know. It, it, I definitely. I definitely agree. Nothing wrong with doing music in Nashville or yeah. L.A. if you have the funds right, um, or the means. But, you know, everybody's trying to do it down there. And where nobody's trying to do it is in their hometown in the Midwest. So the yeah. folks that are doing it, and especially in Eau Claire, I want to give Eau Claire a big um, round of applause, pat on the back for that, for branching its music scene out and just local singers and people from other states coming not going to nashville but they're like well let's go check out eau claire yeah you know sometimes i'll be there and be like how how'd you find this place like what you know and eau claire is bigger than 
I think we really think it is. Yeah. yeah musically, it's grown, and, and it's a, a great Midwest city, what I, I like to call it, a small, small little city big town. That's, that is about Some, right. Something about those lines, but... Yeah. It's, uh... And, you know, and, and the musicians are one of a kind. For sure. And they're all, you know, down home, easygoing, you know, relaxed, just nice... Nice people, yeah, and they're all, and they're all very modest and humble about their their craft. They don't they, boast. They don't you know brag or get all cocky about it. They're they just love what they do and they're passionate about it. And it, by chance they get somewhere that's bigger than their britches, you know. Yep. Well, they got to go get some new britches. <laughs> <laughs> well, then it's then it's very much you know the uh, the country the country boy the stereotype country boy or country girl in the big city, right? It's yeah, that it's that feeling of like you know these two hundred dollars steak dinners and you stick an Eau Claire person there and they're like, what the hell is this <laughs> seventy five dollars steak dinner? What is this? Sizzlers? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like you guys are being silly, not me. Yeah, exactly. Oh uh, yeah, and so. <laughs> it's it's cool what what comes out of such a I mean like you said a big small town like that so much creativity and cool music yeah. popping out of it and you're you're coming out of it and you're coming up in the Eau Claire scene and put out an album already over COVID wrote, you wrote every song on this thing uh yes except for North Country Blues uh, written by the uh, infamous Bob Dylan yeah and then uh, my bucket's got a hole in it uh, Hank Williams hey, yeah that's of course. Those are some good good influences to yeah. cover on a record. And that, I and that would, I guess, answer a question of Bob Dylan, Hank. Yeah. And uh, I grew up on that old folk music. You know, Mom and Dad were playing Peter, Paul, and Mary and, and the old folk classics. In fourth grade, everyone's listening to, you know, what was popular in fourth grade uh, in 2004. <sighs> 2004. That what was, what, was the, what was the hit that all the kids were listening to? I feel like it would have been, honestly, was that Taylor, Was that before Taylor Swift's time or was that? Oh, yeah, yeah, she was I like 2006 or so. Like pop music, like oh, like I don't know, like riding dirty. Remember? I was listening to CCR's Chronicle yeah. Volume One. Yeah, <laughs> a little different. The gym teacher's like, "What are you listening to?" And I was like, "CCR." And he's like, "What? <laughs> you're, you're, you're in fourth grade. What are you listening to that for?" Yeah, That's what I listen to when I go to the bar. Yeah. So you're you're mine and your parents like CD collection and whatnot. Uh. No, I think I think they got me those CDs as gifts. Oh wow! Because I was I was mining them or listening to it, or they just like yeah, this is this is how it's going to be. He yeah. likes old music and old stuff, and and so I think I got Jimi Hendrix, uh, you know, all the, all like like the 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 hit albums. Yep. Of Jimi Hendrix, the Beatles, CCR. Yeah. Um, Bob Dylan, all the Bob Dylans, you know that kind of stuff, and here I am. <laughs> right, and well, when you, we're our our generation, I think we're about the same age, like. When we discovered music at a young age like that, and you discover the '60s and back further, Hank, right? You've got a lot of catching up to do as yeah. a, like 14 year old. Yeah. It's, it, yeah, it takes a while. Yeah, you know, and and then, so then you know, like listening to, you know, I try and like get with the the mainstream a little bit and see what everyone's listening to. I'm like, I don't like this. You know, <laughs> nothing against it, but I'm like, it, it doesn't have that that dust on the shelf feeling. Yeah. You know that the fact that I don't know that music is what put. I don't know. It's. I love old music. I know what you I'm mean. Getting lost in my head about that one. I, but. <laughs> well, speaking speaking of old music and music in general, music coming from Eau Claire. What if we put all three together and let you play a song for the folks? Well, I any, think we could do that. Any interest in that? Yeah, I'll what, play. Uh, I'll play a new one coming up uh, on the album, uh, fresh for your ears, called "Hold On Me." 
Hold on me. This is by Ramblin' Lou Carver. And if you're trying to find him on uh, on the socials and on the Spotify, it's Ramblin' with the, uh, what do you, the apostrophe. No G. Drop the yeah. G. Drop, drop Dro- the G. Drop your G drop and you will, G. you will find it. I, uh, I I was trying to tag you on Facebook, and I made that post. I had to take it take it down because I was like, Facebook sucks, donkey balls. Won't let me tag <laughs> anybody. <laughs> Got to look professional then. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I saw it, and I'm like, all right, this is gonna be a fun show. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I was so frustrated with it. Cause I'm like, I'm I'm I just was talking to the guy. Like, it was just on his profile. You should know this is what I want to tag. And it's like, no, you didn't put the G there, so we don't know what it is. I think I, I wasn't following or, or didn't like your page. Uh, and then yeah. I think moments after that, I got a, a tag. No, it it, it made it know. work. Okay. We, like, All right, cool. We, fig- we figured it out. <laughs> we figured it out, Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Hold On Me by Ramblin' Luke Garver. sleep at all other nights my nightmares call to bring you home to me oh, oh. wake up in a shaky sweat can't ever catch my breath and you are last one I've seen for a while hold on me hold on me hold on me Holding me down all say move along it's over now long time gone I know they ain't lying to me can't tell a man what to do when it comes to loving the truth and I know I've been lying to myself oh darling gotta hold on me yeah you gotta hold on me Holding me down out for real I know what to do or just how to feel can't ever say your name out loud anymore 
long lonesome road behind got many more miles inside one day baby i'll sleep at night until then you gotta hold on me yeah you gotta hold on me darling holding me down Good song, thanks. Yeah, well, thank you, man. <laughs> see, see what you get in these uh, these small podunk towns like Eau Claire. See what you can pull out of there. I'm just kidding. I love podunk. Eau Claire. I know it's not podunk town at all. That's a great word choice. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know the last time I heard that word. I just kind of wanted to say it. God, I, I'm right there with you. I haven't heard podunk in a while. Yeah, but that's so. That's hold on me. That's off the new record coming out June 10th. Living in the weeds, right? Correct. June tenth, yeah. allegedly. Allegedly, we'll, we'll see how that goes. But we're out, we're on track. We're we're moving right along. Moving so. moving right along. I I can't wait to hear that. You got ten songs you're putting on that thing. Ten again, allegedly. It might yeah, be might nine. Might be ten. Yeah. Might be twelve. We don't really know. I keep coming up with new songs. I'm like, I want to put that on there. It's a good problem know. to have. Uh, I don't know, but <laughs> but yeah, June tenth, allegedly. Uh, ten songs probably. Um, it's a uh, well, I don't know. The it's kind of a sad album. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you could tell by "Hold on Me." It's kind of a sadder song. I had a hunch, uh, but I guess uh, you know I won't get too far into it. But just uh, had some some hard times, some blues fall on me, and uh, I figured what better way to get over it than to write a journal entry and sing it to strangers. <laughs> Hey man, you know, folk artists, you know, they're uh, public servants. You know, you can go to church on Sunday and play a set, and you can go to the tavern and play the same set. No one knows the difference. <laughs> you might even see the pastor at the bar. Who you, knows? <laughs> you might. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's got advice, but hey, um, no, it's it's uh, the first album was like a guinea pig album kind of, and uh, like I said earlier, is is I'm proud that I made it. Uh, I'm proud I made something during COVID. Yeah. But this next one, um, I've learned a lot. I've grown a lot. And uh, Greg Manning, Aviary Studios, they've grown a lot. Uh, newer, better equipment. And so we can really make it, you know, a, an emotionally, jeez, uh, I don't know. It's emotional. Yeah, it's an emotionally charged record. Emotion- yeah, there yeah. we go. Emotionally charged uh, and and just kind of, but also, it's not just about me and my things, but like I try to make each song just kind of like somebody listening, like, oh, I can relate to that. Yep. And it's relatable. And like to sing about stuff that you've been through that other people can relate is, is truth. Like Willie Nelson said, a country song is three chords and the truth. 100%. And that's all you need. That it it is all you need, which kind of dovetails into into the next thing that I wanted to ask you about because 
you're you're very much a songwriter through and through, right? That's 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 the vibe that I'm getting from you here, Lou. Well, kind of a song and dance kind of song guy. and dance kind of no, guy. Yeah, yeah. songwriting for sure. Yeah. So so where do you, where are your songs coming from? I mean, I know you're you're mining the blues of your own life and kind of translating that for people, but. What's do you do you like walk down the street and see see something and you're like oh there's a song in that or you're at the bar and you're like there's a song here you're like what yeah. what happens what strikes that's that's kind of I mean sometimes it'll hit me like um, I'll be at work and I'll be doing something and something will just pop into my head or I'll be laying in bed and or you know when you wake up at one in the morning randomly to get you know a glass of water and I'll wake up and in like that five minutes I'm like oh here's a verse. And I'll make sure to write it down. Yep. Or it'll be, uh, you know, obviously something heavy happens to me and I can't process it for months, like a like a bad breakup. Yeah. Or you got fired or you lost your best friend or like something tragic happens, some traumatic thing happens to you. And obviously you can't, you can't just do that, like have that happen and be like, oh, I'm going to go write a song right now. Because people say, whoa, it'll make good songs. I'm like, yeah, not, not right today. now. Let me like be blue for a bit and then like I'll be I'll be sitting at a red light and be like yeah you gotta hold on me I'm like oh yeah okay you know yeah like hold on you know holding me down just kind of like a or a turn of a phrase or just like what is that what makes you feel like they just don't be afraid to say how you really feel but you the know truth. don't get don't get too like gushy and obvious about it you know you gotta yeah so I mean and then and then then there's like the fun side of it where I got one I'm going to play for you guys. I haven't I haven't uh memorized it, but it's it's there. It's called Talking Elon Musk Cybertruck Blues. <laughs> and it's it. and it's because I've seen this meme. Yeah. And I don't know if it's called stealing or what, but there's this meme out there that's with the rise of self-driving vehicles, it's a matter of time before a cowboy's truck leaves him and I was like yeah, it is a matter of time somebody <laughs> writes that song too. You might as well get out ahead of it. And and so uh, and so I, I made it a talking song, you know, fun fun little <laughs> ramble off of of a truck leaving you. Yeah. And uh, so I, you know I'll, I'll throw that into a sad album. Like the last song will be this fun. Everyone's crying, crying <laughs> like oh, Cybertruck Blues is great. <laughs> Give them a little bit of everything. Yeah. <laughs> like you said, song and dance, man. So, exactly, song and dance. It's it's entertaining. Yes, it's, it's about inter- it. It's entertaining, like uh, like Little Richard. Exactly. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, giving the pe- giving the people something to dance to after they're done crying, right? Yeah. 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 That's the that's that's, that's, the whole. that's what you do when you finish crying is you usually dance. That's- <laughs> I mean, don't you don't do that? That's oh, I don't kinda, do that. I don't do that either. <laughs> Start dancing right away. Oh, uh, you just I'm just imagining the cowboy at the bar, the tear in the beer, and then he just gets up and starts <laughs> cutting a rug. <laughs> Come on, uh, that's that's pretty that's pretty cool, and and it's obvious you're pouring you're pouring your heart into these things. They're coming out as as honest vessels of what you want them to communicate to the world, and that's the truest way of getting a song out there that other people will relate to, like you said, that they're going to, you know, understand. And there's something interesting about that. I don't remember who said it. I, I keep using this phrase, but I can't remember who, who I'm stealing it from. But it's about universality through specificity. Like, you, you achieve a more universal audience by being more specific about, like, your 
things. Right. And it's super interesting how that works. And like Hold On Me is is a great example of that. You know, that's that is a beautiful piece of songwriting and great work on that. That's thank you very much. All that to say is what I was trying to get to. It's how long it takes me to give a compliment out on the show. (laughs) I was I've been counting down the minutes here, waiting for that nice bit of word. (laughs) Man, when's this when's this jackass gonna say something? Yeah, we come out for a two and a half hour drive. Yeah. (laughs) After work, I took the day off tomorrow. <laughs> this guy can't even pay me a compliment, man. What is wrong with this dude? Oh, it's all right. I'm I'm so broke I can't pay attention. So don't <laughs> I don't sweat it. Spe- speaking of broke, we gotta we gotta take a second for the people who keep the lights on around here. We're gonna take a second to thank some sponsors. We'll be uh, we'll be right back in just about a minute or two and we'll be back with the uh, Rambling Luke Carver. We'll see you in a bit. All right, we'll see you in just a few. Real Estate by Megs is real estate done right from start to finish. This is Jara, and I don't know much about the real estate market or whether it's a good time or bad time to buy or sell, but I do know life happens and waiting to buy or sell might not be an option for you regardless of the market. I also know firsthand that when you work with Megs, no matter your situation, you're going to get the best possible outcome. She's smart, professional, knowledgeable, talented, and has even won the nationally recognized Realtor Magazine's Top 30 Agents Under 30. But most of all, she's great because she can Real Estate by Megs, commercial, residential, lake property and rentals in Minnesota and Wisconsin. Realestatebymegs.com. That's Megs with a Z. Realestatebymegs.com. Grab yourself a beverage and tune in to Happy Productions Live every Wednesday night at 6 o'clock for the Happy Trucker Show. Drink up, drink up, and order again. Welcome back. I told you it wouldn't be long. We are live again with Ramblin' Lou Carver on Glad You're Here and Happy Productions.live. How was your break, Lou? Good. Oh, it was good. <laughs> That's good. You got, was a, good. got a second to uh, to be refreshed and everything there. Oh, refreshed is uh, the right word. Yeah. <laughs> So right now you are uh, you're ta- you're telling me off air you're working you're working as a as a maintenance man yes right? I, is- I will devolve that information uh, I am uh, not a full time uh, urban cowboy uh, <laughs> musician I work maintenance I will uh, leave out the name of the company but I do work maintenance and it's uh, it's a great gig uh, great uh, uh, work life uh, balance and they allow me to you know take time off to come up here for gigs or whatever and. Um, but it but it is weird. I'll be at work. I'm like, man, I wish I was not here, and yeah, you know, I wish I was writing a song. But then I've had songs come up. Like I was driving the plow truck the other day, and I was like, follow the snow plow home. You know, like everybody when you were a kid, like the snow plow was like you'd, you'd be like, whoa, snow plow. Yeah. Like I still, I'm 29 years old, and I see a snow plow. I'm like, whoa, snow plow. Hmm. It's the coolest thing. So you know, just like random random bits like that at work. Well, music creeps its way into my work life. Well, and, and vice versa, I'm sure, right? I'm sure there's yeah. there's some blue collar working songs on on high time and low life. And oh yeah, and that that's the other thing is I like the I don't know if maybe like Midwest, you know, working class hero blue collar pride of yeah. like I work blue collar and I sing country music. But I mean, to a degree, like I wouldn't want to be work, sitting behind a desk with a suit and tie selling insurance and then going to play a country song because I'd just be lying to myself. Yeah. It would be. And so to work blue collar, I think it really helps. As much as I don't want to have a full-time job, it, it does help the the essence of playing said country folk music. Yeah, for so. for sure. And I bet you feel a little bit when you hear, I, I'm going to keep ripping on Top 40 Country. I hope you don't mind. Yeah, but bring when, it on. When you, 
when you <laughs> when you hear these these top forty country singers sing about you know their hard days work and whatever, you're kind of like oh, that's yeah. a little bit of stolen valor, guys. Oh, like, I, it, I I think you just uh, push the red button <laughs> on that one. These guys will be flying around in their Lear jets, going from L.A. to New York to you know. Bora Bora, I don't know where they go play these days. And they're singing about working in the field and their tractor's sexy and they drink Bud Light. I'm sure they drink Bud Light. Everyone does. And in a in a in a flute on the plane. <laughs> pour, pour Bud Light into a flute. No, uh, that's high life. They pour high life in their flute. No, they use Bud they Light. <laughs> Believe me, it's Bud Light. No, don't I don't know. But and and nothing against, you know, I, I, I honestly wish I had a Lear jet. Yeah. But I'd be I'd sell it, right? To buy good beer. <laughs> no, no, I'm, no, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm rambling right now. That, that's that's the other thing. Rambling, Luke Carver. Rambling has on two meanings. It's either you travel and bounce around a bunch, or you talk a lot. Yeah, I talk a lot. You, I like I to like, joke. Uh, people, oh, Rambling Lou. I'm like, no, nah, I'm more like stationary. <laughs> I'm just kind of hanging out. Now I'm in town. I'm, I'm just talking. I, I ain't a, I ain't a bohemian. Yeah. bum anymore. But, um. But I digress. Uh, no, we're we're we're, uh, we're talking we're talking about the Lear Jets of the oh, country the Lear singers. Jets. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Back on that hot topic. That's you know they're flying across the country in these Lear Jets singing about stuff that they've probably never done. And I can't say that for sure, but I'd say eighty five percent of me believes that they're not doing this stuff. I'd, I'd put a safe bet on that. Yeah. And and they all they all sound exactly the same. I know. It's like there's there's no. And I'm I'm not trying to hate on it, but I'm just like it, there's just like the difference between what's true in country and, and and bluegrass and folk music and what's commercialized and just there for money. Yep. They just want to make money, and then they will go and say, "Well, no, I'm here for the simple man, the common man." I'm like, no, Johnny Cash was for the common man. Yeah. You're for the money man. These guys are in Nashville. They're making the money. They're making the big bucks. Printing it. And then they come to you know towns where there's singer songwriter musicians that probably a lot better than they are and they don't they don't get noticed you yeah. know cuz cuz Luke Bryan's in town but the dude that lives down on 6th Avenue and and 6th and Central is is playing like Billy Strings or something you know right and nobody knows and he just plays open mics yeah and you, there's all sorts of talent right in town always there always is and and I mean and that Eau Claire has a lot of that uh good buddy of mine uh Wyatt Thompson uh check him out sometime uh he's uh Amazing songwriter, amazing player, uh, great, uh, just great, great fella, and um, and it's just I see all these musicians in Eau Claire, and I'm like, let's get these people out of Eau Claire and go play other places and get known because there's so much passion and and honesty in, in all of their music and their musicianship and the, and their love for their craft is just like that's that's what they do, yeah, you know, like. They work these these odd jobs, or they're bartenders, or they're cooks, or working at a pawn shop, and then on the side they're trying to they're trying their damnedest to make it work with music. And they don't want to go out and make money. No, like we were talking off air before, is like they don't want to well, like they don't want to be the next Miranda Lambert or the next you know uh, Morgan Wallen or whatever. Yeah. They just want to go out and make somewhat of a living and be happy with what they're doing. Just enough, you know, be able to like have fun, maybe go tour for a month come back have a base home and just just be a musician and, and just love their life and enjoy their non-musician job yeah unless they can get into it but it's it's a whole you know 
It's a whole can of worms that could just be opened right now. For going from Lear Jets to that, but well, it it really is. It's I mean, it's a it's a can of worms worth opening though, you know, <laughs> because yeah. because it's one of those things. I think it's kind of the next the next renaissance is we've everyone's come around on like local food, local what local everything, right? Like buy local. Everyone loves that. I think the next thing I really do believe this is like local music. As we're seeing more of these national yeah. tours get canceled and things like that, and. The, even some of the big names can't afford to like go across the country for however long. Yeah. It's going to be well. Let's see what's going on down at the Mousetrap, and then you, then those people that had no idea there's a music scene in Eau Claire mm-hmm. start finding out. Holy shit! Like there is a lot of good songwriters here. What have mm-hmm. I been doing? You know, exactly. It's just it's exposing those people to it. Is is really what I think it is. Just yeah. getting them to see it, and then they'll realize what they've been missing out on. That's yeah. that's my belief. Yeah, exactly. And then even farther from Eau Claire, like people that don't even go to open mics or don't go to the city or don't do shows or don't record and I'll be at you know some some campfire some somebody's you know pole shed little party you know talking you know redneck hillbillies of Wisconsin and then some dude starts playing guitar I'm like what right oh I I just play around on a little bit I'm like you don't just play around on it and then they start singing I'm like what stop (laughs) I mean we'll keep going but like what yeah where'd you come from well I don't like standing up in front of people and that and that's the other thing and like I get that like stage fry is a thing but it's like there's so much raw talent behind every corner like Alan Lomax like the dude that just went around the country and found musicians that nobody knew of yep like down in out west south he went all around the country and just like these top you know Billboard charts were going off, going crazy. He said, "No, no, 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 no. I'm gonna go find the little guy that's bigger than the big guy." Yeah, you know, they're everywhere. Yeah, they are. Yeah. They really are. And you just you just got to turn over the rocks and, and find them. And having people that do that is kind of the whole thing. We're like worms. <laughs> A little bit. Is like- it safe to come out now? <laughs> The Lear Judd's done flying over the town. <laughs> are, they, are they gone? They're gone. Uh, I, I look, man. I I stand by it. I think it's going to be one of the uh, one of the one of the things that COVID ended up changing for the better was that pe- yeah. people like the touring didn't happen as much, and so people were like, well, "Let's go see our local bands," you yep. know, and then got a chance to be exposed to that. On that, I think I think people uh, don't don't really want to hear me ramble. What they want to hear is is another Luke Carver song. You want you want to play him something? Yeah, want to hear another tune? I think I think they do. All right, yeah. We'll do another one. All right. What do you What do you get queued up for us here? <clears throat> well, uh, should I Should I do the the new one I haven't memorized and just kind of just play I, it live off the cuff? And I just think that's exactly. Put, what you put my phone do. on my lap. And yeah, I'll get you some more whiskey and we'll get you through it. <laughs> Who says I'm drinking whiskey? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right, we got it. We got another new Lou Carver song, so new even he doesn't know it yet. So we're gonna we're gonna listen to it. I'm glad you're here in Happy Productions Live. Thank you for tuning in, Lou. Before you start playing, while you're uh, getting set up there, where uh, where can the people find you if they wanted to go find more music or find the shows and all that good stuff? Well, if you wanted to uh, head on over to the neighborhood of Instagram, it's uh, underscore Lou underscore Carver. It's got a. I mean, you could just probably type in Lou Carver, but full description. Uh, it's always good. And then uh, I'm on Spotify and all the other streaming places under Ramblin' Lou Carver, but it's a, it's a name that nobody uses, so it's 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 easy to find. You're safe. Yeah. yeah. And it's not even my real last name. <laughs> We're going to talk about that. <laughs> I think we will. <laughs> all right. This one's called uh, uh, Talking Elon Musk Cybertruck Blues. It's a song about the year of the self-driving car. Mm-hmm. 
the year of 20 and 22 I was still trying to get myself true I was out late driving away my blues I was listening to an old Hank tune When I was struck by an old Ford Ranger Thank God my life wasn't in danger The insurance money I made a claim Not too bad, it wasn't to blame I thought I'd get mainstream Try my luck Get myself cool with those rich gentlemen So I bought me an Elon cyber truck Yeah. But all for a start, it wasn't too bad I remember the good drives that we had I'd take a nap and be home by two It didn't take long for me to get used to cyber trucks too well, I got me an Elon cyber truck It only cost me a hundred thousand bucks Now I drink and I don't drive Thank you Elon Musk and Tesla Saving my life Well then times got tough and I wasn't around Your battery charger could never be found Hard to find a place to charge in a quick trip town Well I never meant to let you down well, I'm sorry Ain't gotta go One morning you was gone Out the garage, gone at dawn Hell, didn't even make a sound Well, my self-driving truck Drove out on me Just to find another man That wasn't too cheap Now I'm walking around And I'm out of luck All thanks, well, no thanks To my Elon Musk Cybertruck Well, I got me an Elon Cybertruck It only cost me a hundred thousand bucks Now I drink, I don't drive Well, hell to you with Elon Musk and Tesla You ruined my life It is hard to get a charge in a quick trip town. <laughs> Told you all it was new. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. You know what else is hard to get in a quick trip town? Uh, uh, earmuffs for the children out there. You know, they don't sell condoms at quick trip. Yeah, and well, uh, they don't sell beer at the quick trip here in town. It, well, you've crossed the border. Welcome to Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. I've been trying have, to forget about that. We have 3-2 beer, though. Wait, what's this? <laughs> that, that, that's probably real, what you got there. Well, yeah, it's, it's Coors. Yeah, yeah, no. Well, I mean, they put them in real-looking cans. They just only have 3 2% <laughs> alcohol. That's how they get you. Well, I uh, lived in Utah. I know all about that. Oh, all right, let's talk about that. You you lived out, out west for a while, right? You said you've mentioned Oregon, Utah. What's what's the story there? What happened? Yeah, I had some, I had some uh, extravagant times out in uh, out west. I, uh, after high school, everybody was going to college or, or what have you, and I was like, well, I'm going to go be a bum. So I went and uh, snow bum, ski yeah. bum. I went and lived out in uh, uh, Government Camp, Oregon, Mount Hood, little one mile loop town, and uh, I would uh, work uh, graveyard shift maintenance. 
Um, maintenance right out of high school, you know, winning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just making mom and dad proud. And so I went out and lived there, and uh, I would snowboard during the day and work at night. And then um, there's uh, one of the summers I left my apartment. It's all, it's That was back and forth between places. But anyway, there was a summer, I think it was 2014, and I spent three months living in the woods of uh, Mount Hood National Forest with a bunch of other uh, um, <laughs> bums. <laughs> I was gonna, uh, degenerates. I was, I was gonna say, yeah, I can't. Uh, you can say anyway. whatever you want. Yeah. Well, we're a bunch of we're a bunch of gypsies out there living yeah. in the woods, and uh, we you know, snowboard, skiboard, bums, and uh, I think it was two and a half months, and the uh, Forest Service came by. And they booted all of us out, and so I went up to government camp, and I lived out of the back of a Ford Focus uh, for I think another the rest of the summer. And I was like, "Well, to hell with this, I'm I'm leaving." And then I think I came back to Wisconsin for a bit, and I was like, "What the hell with this, I'm leaving." Yeah. So I wasn't going back to Oregon because I had a hiring freeze at at the at the resort uh, with Timberline Lodge. Uh, where they filmed parts of The Shining. Oh, uh, the, the outdoor shots. The rest were filmed, I think, in Steamboat. But anyway, um, I went out to Utah. My buddy is like, hey, I got a spot for you. You can come out and live in this room. And so I was out in Sugar House, uh, 10 minutes outside of Salt Lake. And that was another ski bum uh, lifestyle. I worked up at uh, Brighton Resort. Uh, and then I also worked down at Bruges Waffles and Frites. It was this Belgian-owned waffle store, and uh, one of the owners, like, didn't have his, like, like what is it, visa or whatever? Yeah. He was just, like, here illegally, but had a family and a business. I don't know how he did it, but... Good for him. The Belgians, man, they're wild. <laughs> Pulled it off. They're like, oh, you're making waffles? He's like, yeah. They're like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, they must have been some damn good waffles. They were delicious waffles. Yeah. Best fries I've ever had in my life, hands cool. down, yeah. so far. But uh, but anyway, so I lived out there, and then uh, ended up coming back... I think it was like two years, I guess, both in Oregon and in Utah. And then I came back to Wisconsin for a visit, uh, ended ended up talking myself into, with a little bit of help from my folks, uh, into going to school. Uh, and not the school y'all, y'all thinking, uh, the tech college for motorcycle mechanics. There you go. And, uh, and um, so I did that for a year, graduated, and then worked a bunch of odd blue-collar mechanical jobs and... Uh, Music kind of became a big thing, and then COVID happened, and you know it's really just been like a snowball of odd events that have led me to here. And I really think I found music uh, and a love and a drive for music in Oregon. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of dudes out there. Like, well, we're living in the woods, just sitting around the campfire. We were legitimate like hobos. Yeah, just like playing guitars, playing guitar, and you know, passing around a bottle of wine, and you know. Is it was a great time, and but and my my grandfather, uh, uh, the Reverend Jim, he uh, uh, God rest his soul, he said, not directly to me, but to my mom, he said, what Lou did in four years of adventuring, traveling, nobody will ever learn in four years of college. Ain't that the truth? And I was like, well, I learned a lot of things, but I also forgot a lot of things. Well, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when I was out there and when I came back, but it it was a blast, and you know, I I. Always treasure those moments I had out there. Like it definitely. I want to get back. I'm itching to travel again, but I'm getting old and yeah, you know, just I don't know, set, not settling down. But 
you know, I, I I get it. It's well, hey, Todd, Todd Snyder says like the only thing, the only difference between him and a homeless guy is the guitar. Like, it's, well, it's like well, guys that live in a van, you can't call them homeless because yeah, they live in a van. Exactly so. right. You, <laughs> you, <laughs> Will, Will, Willie Carlisle said that yep. one. Yeah. And uh, no, but it's uh, it was definitely it was worth it. Yeah, like every every day was worth it. Even like you know, living in a tent out in the woods, I couldn't. I didn't have a shower. Didn't have, you know, I'd, I was eating beans out of a can over a fire for breakfast, did and it. lunch, and dinner. It was, <laughs> I think everybody should do it. I, th- I think it'd probably be, yeah, that should be, that should be a mandatory service. Every, yeah. <laughs> everyone yeah. out of high school. Uh, I'm, I'm writing to my senator. Yeah, right. Get, get that law <laughs> in the books. Oh, man. Can you imagine someone's stump, stump speech for that? And also, when kids get out of high school, they're going to go live in the woods for, for one year. For one year of their life. Yeah, it's either that or military. Yeah. You get a choice. choice. No, yeah, let's give them that's a choice. You can yeah. live in the woods for a year, yep. feral, yeah. or you can go be part of the military. That's it. it w- and after you do one of those things, then you can go to college or do whatever you want. Then, then it's fair game. You know how many people are going to choose the woods? I think quite a few. Yeah, uh, we should yeah. do a poll on that. We should do a poll yeah. on that, and then we'll run on... Hey, call in if you think you should live in the woods. <laughs> Glad you're here doing political polls. <laughs> glad, glad you're here to live in the woods. To live in the woods. Do you keep in touch with any of those guys from from back in that back when you were living out there? Uh, I, f- I mean, well, Instagram. You know, yeah. I see what they're up to. Uh, um, I don't. A lot of them still snowboarding, skiing. Uh, some of them, you know, got kids, yeah. uh, wife, family. Um, I do miss them. I see them, you know, out there. They're doing their thing. I was. I remember one of the. Uh, not too long before I left. Oregon. I was at a house party, and and this guy, you know, because I was about oh, 21, two, 22 maybe at the time, and this guy had been thir- mid-30s, and we were talking, and he's like, yeah, I moved up here when I was your, your age, you know, 18, 19. He's like, I'm 35, and it feels like yesterday. I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs> Doesn't take long. I mean, it's like, it was fun, don't get me wrong, but I was like, man, it's 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 definitely a, you could, you could be there a while yeah. if you weren't careful, and there's there's guys that you know a lot of them grew up there and that's their home but to me i was like ah, eh, i don't know if i want to hang out in a mile loop town underneath the base of a mountain for the rest of my life fair so yeah i mean teach their own but i was like ah, oh, there's more to the world than this place so yeah so then i came back to wisconsin <laughs> <laughs> oh wisconsin we we love you over there we, yeah. we love it yeah good, good neighbors you, <laughs> you know i came over here and i, I I spit on the ground, and I think I, I count that as another lake. Yeah, we do. That counts. <laughs> okay. we, we, right, we, we, we can joke that. around here, right? We yeah, can. You, you can. that that counts. Now we're up to 15,000. <laughs> Thanks for that. We appreciate it. Hey, honey, you got it on your license plate. You got to be, we're proud yeah. of our milk. Yeah. And cheese, true. and you guys got lakes. Yeah, you got to have what's, what's Michigan have? I'd, Ford? <laughs> Ca- Ford? They used cars? Yeah, yeah they, got, they got the UP. We, we'd like, uh, yeah. We all have the UP. I, that's true. It's we, a shared, there actually was uh they wanted the UP back, I don't remember, maybe the 80s. Yeah. They wanted to name it, they wanted to be, make it a state. Oh. The state of, I think, Superior, they were going to call it. The UP wasn't going to be part of Michigan, Wisconsin, not, I guess Minnesota, maybe in a yeah. way. Not a crazy idea. I'd live there. I would too, yeah. Where you live? Uh, Superior. Superior. Because everybody would talk like this. Oh, thick. Yeah. Thick. Real thick. Yeah. Yeah. God, I love going up north. It's so fun. It's It's the best time. <sighs> You, you fit right in. I, the first, the first time I went on like a real road trip or, around the country, me and my buddies, we all went, we all went out to Colorado and like Vegas and, and whatever. And 
I I got so much shit for my Minnesota accent because everybody would be like, "Oh, where are you from?" And I'd be like, "Oh, from Minnesota." And they'd be like, "Why is the most Minnesota guy have to answer the question every time?" <laughs> like because it's just polite. <laughs> yeah, right. Someone asked me a question, I got to answer. You know, you know, there's a difference between a hell of a deal and a heck of a deal. Yeah, the three top words we say. You bet. That's different. Yeah. And whatever. <laughs> it's hot dish, not casserole. Get it straight. That's right. There's rules around here. You They're can't hot. just go here willy nilly and expect to. You ever bought a snowmobile? Yeah, I have. There's, not. Lo- there's stages. Yeah. <laughs> there's emotional stages in buying a snowmobile or a snowblower. Oh, oh God. Yeah. The older you get, the more snowblower costs don't bother you. you no, know, it's so. Oh, worth 800 it. bucks? That's nothing. No. Is it an Arians? All right, let's go. <laughs> no, people will buy a snow, snow, uh, uh, snowmobile before they buy a snow. Yeah, it's true. Snowblower. They're like, well, a snowmobile is 400 bucks, but my driveway is. I'm still shoveling I'm it. Still shoveling. <laughs> yeah. This, th- I think this winter was the one that broke that for a lot of people. Because yeah. the last few, you've been able to get away with it. I mean, it's snowed a couple of times. This year, it was like, all right, it's time. Well, you guys got a lot more, I think, over Minneapolis area than we did. I mean, we yeah. got snow. I mean, look at... I, ooh, I saw wasp spout today. Oh, yeah? Yeah. The audacity. <laughs> it's February, it's February 13th and the wasp trout. That ain't, that ain't right. I mean, it's 40 that. degrees. and I think that gopher or the groundhog. Yeah. I think that groundhog's full of shit. Oh, he definitely is. There's no way that... And also, we rely on the weather to a groundhog. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> there are crazier things. There are crazier things. Lou, you're not going to believe this, but we're almost coming up to the end of our hour are we together. Really? Right? We're having a great time. I am too. You don't have to leave. I'm not kicking you out. I ain't going to leave. Uh, <laughs> I, you know how long I had to drive back? <laughs> you're welcome to stick around, but. I'll stick around. You uh, you want to play one more song for the folks before we uh, we yeah. we start co-DJing some other some other songs? Yeah. All right. I reckon what, I will. What do you want to What do you want to give the people? Oh. Uh, Geez, that's a good one. Should should I do another one of mine, or should I do a? I don't want to do a cover. Do do one of yours. I'll let you do a cover oh. in uh, at some point tonight. How about oh, that? Okay. Yeah, well, let's I'll do that. For that. All right, I'll do. Uh, this one's called Bayfield Fisherman. All right. <laughs> Gather around me, sailor, won't you listen to my song? Please do not grow weary, well, I won't detain you long. Concerning some young fishermen who did agree to go. Spend that summer season on a Great Lakes fishing boat. Found myself in Bayfield in the year 92 Well-known famous sailor come a-drifting through my view Well, how are you a young fisherman now? Would you like to go? Spend that summer season of yours on the Great Lakes fishing boat
sailor was a strange man Now that I could not lie If y'all come out fishing Well, you may not survive Waters, they are mean They've taken many a man Might come out and run it with me, boy You'll never again see the land, no got no money, no, I got no place to go. And if you pay good wages with your pockets loaded with gold, well, I'll agree to work for you. Now I'll see that season through. Even if them waters get big and mean and blue. Heading out in the morning of the great month of May Cast our lines trailing out toward Whitefish Bay yeah. Cast our lines for days and weeks and months and then Just like that summer season had came to an end Hardly caught our food, but the captain would not pay. Won't you have some decency where we'd beg and beg and beg? Late that night in a drunken stupid captain, he did lay. Picked him up, took his gold, and we threw him in the lake. Here in this jail cell I'm singing out this song If y'all up in Bayfield Now well I'm praying Don't do wrong Might end up in a jail cell Y'all be sitting here next to me Or you might end up Way down at the bottom And get check on me That's a hell of a song, too. <sighs> nice work. Say, Lou, before before we take a second, thanks some sponsors. You got any shows coming up that people can catch you at right now? Nope. <laughs> Booking All right. shows is tough. Booking shows. Hey, we, uh, we're working on getting Lou some more shows books. We're going to take a second, thanks some sponsors. Then we're going to listen to High Time and Low Life in its entirety. Lou's sticking around to hang out with me, so we're going to, I don't know, I, I think uh, we'll play some, some Lou Carver influences after that. We'll, okay, uh, we'll, we'll kind of talk about what you want to play. We'll figure something stick out. Around. Yeah, stick around. I'm glad you're here. Happyproductions.live. Lou Carver in the house. High Time and Low Life coming right up after this.
There you have it, folks. My conversation with Ramblin' Lou Carver. He is a great artist out of Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Great guy, too. Fun to hang out with. Go check him out when he's around your town and uh, go give him some support, some support on all of the places. You know where to find him, Spotify, all that good stuff. Thanks for tuning in to Glad You're Here. I'm Grant Glad. You can find me on grantgladmusic.com or Instagram, grantgladmusic. And uh, the radio show is facebook.com slash glad you're here radio show. Give it some love. And thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it. Talk to you next week. Thanks again.